And again, we will look into 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 through 31. First 11, or 1 Corinthians 11, 23. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he brake it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup, when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whatsoever shall, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. The disciples again eating with their Lord. It wasn't new thing for them to eat a meal with the Lord. That alone sounds spectacular to us, doesn't it? A common thing to eat meals with the Lord, the Son of God, our one and only Savior who came to die and give his life for us. They ate many meals with the Lord. They also had a lot to learn. They don't have the advantage that we do now. And so they were learning continually. And we know the Lord never let a moment go by, but when he made it count, and that include the necessity of food. And we read in the scriptures where when the Lord was uh, uh, teaching and the need for nourishment would come up, it's amazing how the Lord would use that. The miracles we read about where he provided food for multitudes from nothing. That had to do with eating with the Lord. And even regarding the subject matter of the necessity of food, uh, he'd even allude to that. A couple times we read where, uh, as far as over-concern of, are you talking about, you concerned about bread, Lord? I'm not concerned about bread. He provides it. So it's, it's, it can even, even that can just the subject matter can be, we read in scripture used, but it's all to the, the plan and provision of God. Eating with the Lord, they had relaxed times. And sometimes we read then special times where they decided, I think I'm going to ask the Lord this question about now. And they would have more casual conversations, relaxed time of eating together. They'd ask the Lord questions, special times. Well, this time, it was special, but it was the Passover time. This had been taking place since 
their, their uh, deliverance out of bondage in Egypt. And the Passover, of course, was the, represented the last plague, which was death to a household if uh, they weren't under the blood of prepared, slain, sacrifice, sacrificial lamb and the blood placed on their doorpost. And so they observed this all this time. And so then that now they're doing it again. The observance of the Passover. But the Lord changed it on this one. And he shared with them, I am soon going to be betrayed. That night, by one of his own. I am going to go to the cross and be crucified and declared his destiny to go to the grave but then raise again and so from now on from now on your observance is not about the Passover back then it's about Calvary he now is taking this Passover time to say it won't be this way anymore you will now observe this in a special way, it's called the Lord's Supper, we call it. It's about observance to Calvary. Observance of the cross, the Lord giving his life's blood for our redemption. And after all, I mean, it's only right. He, he turns their heart, their eyes from the Passover lamb time, which the lamb only represented the power, that kind of power for the, the, the uh, plague to sweep over on past them, it, rep- it represented Calvary, the power in that blood. There's no blood, it's, there's no value itself in the blood of an animal. But that represented, of course, Calvary. Now he's turning their eyes. This is about Calvary from now on. Your observance is not that, but it's about your redemption. The blood being applied, the death of the Lord, that doth the blood recognized and applied to a heart, a life for redemption. Remember that day? It's called salvation. Thank God for that. That's why we're here. That's why we are doing this again, because the Lord said to do this. And we remember that day. We thank God for Calvary, but we, it brings it real personal. We don't just remember Calvary. It's his, they say, well, that's a time in history. It's far more than that to a believer. We brought it focused so much that it came and focused in on us to our, we needed it worse than anything in the world. We needed it more than our next breath to be applied to us. And what a difference. That's what we observe. That's why we're here tonight, as you know that. And I'll share something else, which, uh, the Lord, they heard at this particular time. Quite an incredible thing. I'm going to read Luke 22, 15 through 18. Luke 22, 15. And he said unto them, With desire I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say unto you, I will not any more eat thereof until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God. And he took the cup, he gave thanks, and said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say unto you, I will not eat of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. 
What a statement. In other words, they, disciples, and us, each one of us, all believers, will not eat with Christ until the marriage supper of the Lamb. The Lord's waiting. All the way from then, the Lord said, I'm going to wait. Don't not eat with me until the marriage supper of the Lamb. I eat with you in heaven. What a time that's going to be. The bride, the church of Christ, will be joined with Christ, the bridegroom, in heaven. He's taken us up with, them, with him to be with him in heaven. And we sit down together at the marriage supper of the Lamb. And that's what the Lord is waiting for. He's waiting for this, and this will probably, this will take place during the tribulation down here on earth. That's not far away, is it? Not far away at all. The marriage supper of the Lamb. And the Lord brought that up and said, I'm, I won't eat any more with you until then. Until the Lord takes a, the church up to be with Him. What a wonderful, wonderful thing. And we're close. We look at the world. We see. This isn't long. So when will the last time be we're here like this? We don't know that. The Lord does. But what a great thing to anticipate. What a real thing. What a wonderful thing. So we, again, we do this in remembrance of the Lord, thanking Him for Calvary, and our mind instantly goes to the day the blood was applied to our heart and life. Thanking God for it, and in great anticipation for when we're all together with the Lord. That is going to be soon. What a great thing to anticipate. But right now, we have the opportunity to do it once more. It's not just ho-hum thing. This is a special thing. The Lord said how special it was. Remember, you do this in remembrance of me, of Calvary, you and me. Very personal. Do this in remembrance because I'm waiting for you in heaven for us to all be together at the marriage supper. And so may God bless each one as we do this again. We partake of it. May God draw near to everyone as we look to the Lord in prayer upon our knees.